Money Sense is brought to you by the Ellen Becker Investment Group, three-time recipient of the Better Business Bureau's Torch Award for Business Ethics and Integrity. The Ellen Becker Investment Group is the only Wisconsin investment company to receive this prestigious award more than once by providing exceptional planning and extraordinary service each and every day. Go to ellenbecker.com. Listen to Money Sense Saturdays at 2 p.m. and Sundays at noon. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellenbecker Investment Group. We are located in Pewaukee, just east of Highway 164 and Capitol Drive. We're in that great big beautiful town bank building. We're also in the village of Whitefish Bay in the Equitable Bank building, directly across from Wankies and Kitty Corner from Sendex. You can't miss us. And we're, I particularly am very excited that we can work with our clients in Bonita Springs, Florida. If you'd like to know more about us, if you'd like to see some pictures, we've got some videos, our office, you can go to ellenbecker.com for more details. And that way, when you make an appointment to come in, you'll just feel like you're right at home. You'll already get feel like you know us. My guest today is Bruce Nemovitz, and Bruce has been on the radio several times before. And uh, we like to talk about our houses. And I was telling Bruce when just before the show started how now with all of my clients, um, when they, we sit down, one of the questions that I ask them is, what does your house mean to you? Is it something like my mom and dad, they decided that once they decided to sell their house, that money was really, in my father's mind particularly, the house was sort of for the kids. That was going to be the kids' inheritance. And um, my dad wanted to live there forever, and unfortunately he passed away, and my mother was all by herself. And then she really had a string of things that she thought she wanted and found out that she didn't. She ended up selling the house and then renting in a senior senior place and didn't like that it was it was too isolating and then she moved into a retirement community and she was really happy with that but again there was all the different phases that were so difficult and I try to look at the people around me and the phases that they go through and share that with my clients and then you have clients that want to stay in your house forever and then I just say, well, then your house is not an investment because you're going to die and pass it to someone. Mm-hmm. And then there's those people that say, it's all about us. <laughs> Everything's about us. And um, we want to stay in our house, but you know we don't know how long. And I'll say, well, you can't eat your house. Should we figure that if your house is worth a half a million dollars, do you want me at some point, maybe in 20 years, figure that that is cash for you to enjoy? Or how do we look at your house? How do we look at your house? And it's an amazing big question because um, people are connected to their homes in different ways. And what I have found, Bruce, that works with me is I sit down and I look at the wife and I say, if your husband passes away, will you stay in the house? And then I look at the husband and say, if your wife passes away, will you stay in the house? And they're always big difference and they 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 get startled a little bit. And I say, well, if you both would sell your house, if one of you died, why don't you consider doing that now and think about what the next step is? So my guest today, again, is Bruce Nemovitz. He is um, a senior 
what do you call it, Bruce? A senior, senior real estate realtor, special, and you have specialist. special specialist in that area, and you really have worked with seniors, you and your wife both, for such a long time to help them get over that hurdle. Because sometimes it's well, we've been here forever. Sometimes it's we have so much stuff. Sometimes it's well, we have so much work to do to fix it up, and sometimes it well, I don't know where to go, and you help people understand these hurdles and these dilemmas and in your own way kind of support and handhold them through each one of these pieces so that it's it's more of a journey and not a blindside and when somebody passes away it truly kind of is a blindside well everything you said i can relate to i've been through uh, probably helping a I'd say about 3,000 families or more go through this. Uh, I would say for some, it's a struggle in the beginning. Um, the word I hear most often is overwhelming. I think it's, where do I start? How do I even begin to think about this? Uh, I, uh, too, have just gone through this with my own mother. And uh, it was tough, uh, especially, you know, it's, it's I'm telling other people, giving them advice. But when it comes to your own family, things get a little more dicey. You become a kid again. Yeah, I become <laughs> a kid again. So, uh, but anyway, she was very reluctant to move, um, you know, because it's like leaving your best friend, your home. You have memories. You've been there for 30, 40, 50 years in some cases. And the thought of moving um, is really daunting. And where do I start? What do I do with the stuff, as you mentioned? So, And guess um, what I found out? That our kids don't want our stuff. Um, Julie yes. said to me, Mom, if it doesn't go in the dishwasher or the microwave, I don't want it. <laughs> no, we hear <laughs> Which that. Which eliminated all the crystal, all the silver, all of the things that we thought were so important to have. Mm-hmm. This next generation isn't really thinking that way. Well, we call them family treasures. It's not stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, family <laughs> and, treasures. And, but the children have their own treasures. So, again, the thought of um, you know downsizing and so on and so forth is very difficult. Now, um, the reason I just wanted to give a little background why I got into this specific niche, I've been real, in real estate quite a few years, but... Um, oh, I think you, it's almost uh, 2006. No, 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 I've been in real estate probably since 1977. Oh, my goodness. But I love it, and I plan <laughs> on doing it for another 20 years um, and because I do love it, and I know you and I were talking. You love what you do, yes. and that's why we do it. So, uh, But I went to a client's home one day, and it was a daughter and a mother, and the daughter said to me, Bruce, I have to tell you, we just had another real estate agent over. And the agent said to me, never looking at my mother, when can you have her out of here? Now think about that, as, as oh. if she were part of the furniture of the home. Yes. And when I heard that, I thought, when oh, my God. When can you have her out, out of, of the there. home? It's so impersonal and yes. hurtful. Hurtful, impersonal. Um, and I thought to myself, you know, um, these people need much more attention than your, you know, say, 32, 33-year-old seller. They've been in the home. and Getting the kid out of the basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's We can talk for hours have, about and that. And we will talk about that. Um, stay tuned. Yeah. But, you know, so I thought, you know, I want to learn everything I can possibly learn. Um, I took many courses. I have a designation as a senior real estate specialist, but um, over the years I've accumulated so many ideas and information how to help people, and my wife and I 
um, just love what we do, and we're very empathic. We care about our people, and we make sure that we always keep in mind, no matter how many people we run into, that it's their first time. You know, they haven't done this for many years, and in so many cases, the spouses are gone. We try to encourage people to do this while they're together if they can, mm-hmm. uh, because the hardest move is when they're alone. And so often family gets involved. Um, In my second book that I wrote, Guiding Our Parents in the Right Direction, um, I followed a family, young uh, kids and that helped their parents through a very loving family. And uh, I think, you know, in following that and seeing the love that that most children have for their family, um, again, that can help. But when families are involved, you have all these dynamics that go on and their children sometimes speak in the personal pronoun I often, like, Mom, I think you should move, or I'm worried about you, or I, 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 and to the parent, it sounds like you, you, you. You know, you just want this over with so you can go back to your life. So the words we choose, I think understanding information as to what your parents are going through and truly listening um, is really a skill that we all need. Sometimes a third party can change the entire dynamics. It's sort of mm-hmm. like a mediator mm-hmm. in in a way. Do you know, Bruce, um, I just... I'm at that age, and my clients are at that age. We're aging together. Um, I'm not saying aging out, but you know, we're we're gro- I'm growing with old with my clients. And just recently, one of my very dear clients, her and her husband, came in for a portfolio review, and we again talked about the house. And we've had this discussion probably four five years. And it was her husband was getting a little bit more difficult. They were paying more for services, um, and uh, she was worried about leaving him. And we talked about selling the house and maybe looking for a retirement community with level services. And um, they both agreed that if something happened to either one, they were in on Tuesday, and he passed away Thursday night. Mm. And she was besides herself. And, you know, she said, I only wish we had done this so much sooner because now she was left with emptying out the house. She was left with all the decisions of where to live. She has to move into some kind of a community all by herself without developing those relationships with him. And she's mourning the death of her husband. And that happens so often. And I find that People wait too long to make the decision, and it is frightening, but one of the things that makes the challenge less, the hurdle less difficult is when you can work with somebody that you trust and you know that they're not pushing you, but they're just walking alongside of you, giving you all the different options that you have and helping you bring the right people together to make this move. I had another client that was in last year, and their health was both failing. They were actually in their 80s, and we talked about selling their home and moving into retirement community, and they were on a river, and they loved it, and they made the decision to do it. They sold the house. The kids helped to move into a retirement community that they both loved and were there. She was there for about six months and got pancreatic cancer and died within six months. And he called and said, thank you for, I couldn't have done this without her. And 
it made it so simple in terms of once once something happened. He said, I didn't have that burden of thinking about now where will I go and the home. So this is an important issue. And I know that it's a hard issue sometimes to talk about because my mother, every time I go over to Three Pillars, she said, Karen, you should get on the list. <laughs> Mom, I'm just not quite there yet. But it's a big, it's it's a big decision. And I think it's what we're trying to do here today. And you have a seminar coming up that we want to talk about on September 6th at the Brno Botanical Gardens. Um, and that's at 830 in the morning. We're going to have some goodies and lots of different people talking is to start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Start the com- and, and I know you relate to all these stories. You probably have hundreds more than I have. <laughs> well, we all have stories, and I, I can tell you that um, you're right. When people begin the process, it's like, well, how do I even begin? Where do I go? Who do I call? Who do I trust? There's so many folks out there that, that are needed when it comes to selling a home from downsizers to people to help prepare the home. Um, where are you going to move to? Who's going to help you look for your senior community? And all those things we'll be talking about at the seminar. Uh, I will even have somebody there that will be speaking about senior communities and clearing up all the confusion and uh, what the different types of communities offer. So um, I think in my uh, business model, we have all our partners um, that, that you will need. So we don't want people feeling like, okay, I have Bruce, but now who am I going to call to help me downsize and so on and so forth. So we all work in tandem from contractors to downsizers, um, estate attorneys, everything they'll need. And we try to make it simple because it is so overwhelming to think of doing this on your own and how you can, again, trust people that will do the right thing, not just do the job. So, and the sensitivity around yeah. it. It really, I, I, you know, as I said, we're, we're very empathetic and we care, but not everybody is like that. Some people are just in it for the buck, as, as we all know. And so um, I've chosen people that are all uh, very in tune to what they are going through. And uh, again, when we do our job, we want to make sure that um, when it's all done, that you look back and we get hugs and kisses and so often people say we you know we couldn't have done it without you without your wife and your team and the other thing i hear as you said with your mother is once they are at the community the thing we hear most often is why didn't i do this sooner yes yes and you know this whole idea of downsizing is is really um, difficult. It was funny because I was just, like I said, I talked to every single client. We at least, we opened the door for that conversation. And her husband said, it would be impossible for us to move. We're storing all the family heirlooms in our attic for everyone that doesn't have room for them. Right. And I, it was like, well, who's going to get, we don't know who's going to get them. We, they just keep filling up our attic every time somebody died, an aunt, an uncle, a mom, a dad. It was like, well, you have a big house, you keep it. Right. And he said, well, you couldn't even walk in our attic upstairs. And we just kind of looked at each other and and she said, we've really got to see what our kids want and get rid of that because somebody is going to have to do it. Right. And I do work with a company called Smart Moves and they come in and they will basically just walk through the home and see what you have. And often um, we've had homes where there's been hoarding, um, and we see that quite often. Um, They can uh, completely downsize a home like that in probably a week. 
believe it or not. Now, it does involve the, the family because we need to know what members want, what you want. And as you pointed out earlier, most often they don't want very much. Right. And so they will also say, you, you will tell them, you know what, I want that to go to Goodwill. I'd like those items to go to my daughter who lives uh, across town. Um, I want to, uh, you know, basically give that to charities and then other things you can just throw away. So um, all you really would need to do is decide where everything's going, but they will do all the work for you. Uh, they did my mother's home and they came in on the day she was moving. They were there in the morning. Uh, I think they came in about 8 in the morning. And I'd say by about 11.30, they had packed up everything that she was going to be taking to her new community. Mm -hmm. And they not only moved her, but they then put all the pictures up where they were. They put her furniture oh. almost exactly where it was. So it made her feel like she was back in her home again. Yes. And it was just, it was so effortless. Uh, but again, to do it on your own... Um, I have a lot of people say to me, you know, I, we're going to take care of this downsizing by ourselves. Well, I get a call five years later. They're still downsizing, haven't <laughs> moved. And that's probably the number one thing is, is procrastination. Yes. Just putting fear. things. Fear. And it's the fear of change yes. is what's really beneath all of this. It's going from a known to an unknown. And one of the things I think that is important in working with you, and we're going to take a break, is I tell all of my clients, live where you want to play. Mm -hmm. Live where you want to play. So that's the same is true of senior residentials, wherever, wherever. So I moved downtown because that's where I want to play. I want to be able to walk to everything right. and I want to have things accessible to me. I can walk to the grocery store. I can walk to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I can walk to music right. and I can walk to church. And so I love that. And a lot of these community centers, they're not the way that we thought of them in the past. And a lot of people will want to downsize from the big house and go to a smaller house and then go to something else. So it's just opening up the conversation. My guest today is Bruce Nemovitz. He is a senior real estate specialist with Realty Executives Integrity. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to kind of cover in a way some of the things that are going to be at this seminar to give you a little bit of insight into it. And again, um, it's at 830 in the morning. Um, in September, September 6th at the Burner Botanical Gardens. It's a Thursday morning, and we will give you information as to how you can sign up for that. We'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker. My guest today is Bruce Nemovitz. He is a senior real estate specialist. He works with his wife, Jeannie, and uh, they're with Realty Executives Integrity. If you would like to reach them, you can do it at 262-242-6177, or you can email at bruce at brucesteam.com, right? Team. I would say um, seniorrealtor.com. Seniorrealtor.com. Oh, I've got that down here. Yep. Okay. X that. <laughs> it is, if you want to reach them, it's seniorrealtor.com. Much easier to remember, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Bruce, I know that we're going to do a, kind of an update on the market because everybody remembers when the market crashed in terms of mm. the um, – 
properties in Milwaukee, and everyone has sort of seen properties rise, and the last thing that you want to do is say, oh, boy, I wish I'd have sold my house then. Should I be selling it now? Mm -hmm. And I think that... um, I always tell my clients not not to let taxes deflate them too much because if you're paying taxes, it means you've done well. What you don't want to do is pay too many taxes. It's almost the same when people ask me, is it a good time to sell? You can't get so caught up in, is it a good time in terms of markets? Sometimes you have to look at, is it a good time in terms of your own health and your own life and what the two of you want together or as a single person, what you want together. Even if you're buying a house and looking at something, not to get too caught up in the market, so to speak, but to really identify what's the best thing for you and for your family. And so what are we looking at in terms of the market right now? How does Milwaukee fare in terms of other communities um, for people who are thinking about either selling or buying, actually? I would say... Buyer's market, (laughs) seller's market? This is... Definitely a seller's market. Okay. Uh, I've been in this a long time, as we said. I would say that this is the best market by far that I've seen in my entire career. Wow. Uh, we are listing properties. <clears throat> Usually we'll put it on on a Monday, and we won't show it, let's say, till the open house on Sunday. By the day after the open house, we may have multiple offers. Uh, the house is usually sold. Uh, we tell people today that if you haven't sold your house in the first 10 days, we already know we maybe you know priced it a little high or there's an issue maybe with the condition. But it's the best market I've seen. And I don't know how long this is going to last because I've seen all the ups and downs like you have. Uh, but I do think that we've been on a ride now for probably about nine years, eight years almost since the recession started. And just from experience, it can only last so long. So I think possibly it'll last into next year. But as you said, okay, we could try to time the market. We want to sell at the peak. Everybody does. And I would say, you know, look at your lifestyle. Look at if your home is working for you. Can you, ma- can you navigate the stairs? Um, is it getting a little more difficult? Is it security-wise you don't feel as safe as you once did? The maintenance is an issue. So um, I think if you are going to sell, we have many, many more buyers than sellers, which is what we want, supply and demand. And you mentioned taxes. And when you sell, um, for most people, the entire amount of, of money that you get from your home is tax-free. There's no capital gains you know, for state or federal. And it's it's limited um, to five hundred thousand in gain for a married couple and two hundred fifty thousand in gain for a single person. Most people don't have that kind of gain, and if you do, God bless you. You're very lucky. Yes. So you know what you say is so true. Last year, it was my grandson's graduation on a Saturday, and um, I had sold my house, downsizing, sold my house, and the people wanted to buy the furniture. And I said, you know, I think I'm going to keep it. I might want to buy a small little cottage somewhere. And so I decided to keep it. And I was going to my mindset. I'll store it for a year and see what unfolds. And the person that I was working with said, "There's nothing available where you where you're looking." and literally called me the next morning and said, something is coming on the market. Um, If you want to, you can see it. And I went and saw it, 
on Saturday, right before my grandson's graduation, at 10 in the morning, I made an offer at 11, and we wrapped it up at 3. <laughs> and there were like eight people behind me. They had said, if you're if this doesn't go through, you know, there's like eight people that have gone through the house and have seen it that are interested in buying it. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, it was stunning. Well, what you've seen is is we have extremely low inventory. This is almost the lowest in the history of real estate. We have we need um, probably thousands more homes to come on the market so that we can even with buyers and sellers. So, and I've uh, heard people say that they've paid more for houses than they're actually listed for. Well, that's what I said. Multiple offers. When we yeah. have those uh, buyers, will compete and they don't know what the other person's offering, so they'll use their imagination and and we can go way over. So, yeah. Uh, but I guess in in wrapping this part up uh, as far as pricing. Um, this is the best time I've ever seen. And, and buyers are overlooking a little more than they would have, say, during the recession when you almost had to completely remodel your home to have any chance of selling. And banks are in a fav- more favorable position um, for individuals who are trying to buy. You know, Bruce, one of the things that I think would be helpful um, and I think what we'll do is we'll just talk about a little bit, take a break and come back, is what does that mean for someone to sell their house? So there's a whole bunch of people out there listening to us and saying, wow, you know, if I could sell my house right now, I could cash out and have a better retirement, or I could maybe buy up, or I could buy down, or I could go into a condo. But they're saying, you know, it's getting harder to walk the stairs. It's getting too much. I love the yard, but now I don't love the yard so much. Um Let's talk about when we come back, what that actually looks like, what the steps are, how do we know how to stage that house, which are some of the things you're going to talk about at the seminar. With that, we'll be right back. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker, founder and senior wealth advisor for the Ellenbecker Investment Group. I've also been the host of Money Sense for over 28 years. And one of the things that I think that I'm most proud of, and I said to WISN when they hired me to do this show, I said, I promise you, I will never sell an investment on this show. And in 28 years plus, I have never, ever sold an investment. I said, this show is going to be about education. And so I... You know, I am a financial advisor. We manage money for a living. But what we do is we want to educate our clients so that they have great lives and that they make good decisions in all aspects of their life. And so saying that, I've invited Bruce Nemovitz, who is a senior real estate specialist with Realty Executives Integrity, to come and talk about something that is pretty near and dear to all of our clients' hearts. Either they own a home and they are in it and they're living in it or they're in it for a long time and they're thinking about selling or they're thinking about how can we buy a home. Um, A home seems to be a cornerstone of what people really feel is important to them in their lives. And um, one of the things, Bruce, that I know for certain is there is a single woman out there whose husband has passed away or she's been on her own for quite some time. And she's sort of wondering what is the next what are the next 10 or 15 years look for me and who's going to take care of me and who's going to protect me and will I be safe? Um, What happens if I get hurt in my home? There's a single man out there as well in the same similar situations. Maybe a spouse has died. 
There's a couple out there that are really happy in their homes, but they know that they don't want to have to burden their children to take care of them, and they certainly don't want to burden their children, none of them do, to empty out their house and to have to downsize. And um, our kids don't always know what our treasures are. And so if my clients are out there, and if I haven't completely described you, my heart is out there with you. Um, because I've gone through it with my parents just as you have, and I've actually looked at it for myself and for many of my clients. What does that look like? They've heard you. I've given out your phone number. They've written it down, and they finally get up the courage to call you. And and it's really kind of courage because they don't know who to trust. And I really believe I've done this show for so long. People know that I've done my homework with the people that I bring on the show, that I've used them for my own personal needs. Or um, we've really done a lot of research. You've given many seminars with our clients and you've got this seminar coming up again that we're part of to really help our clients. What is that first phone call and what does that first appointment look like? And how does it, how does the process work? Well, you hit it on the head. It takes courage to make that first phone call. And we we know when they're making that call that it's an emotional call. And so many things are going through your mind. You know, is this the right time? Why am I doing this? Um, I'm a little scared. I don't know which way to turn. When you call, my wife Jean answers, and she um, is just so incredibly caring and loving. And we make sure that we treat everybody like we would treat our parents. And the first step, really, when you call would be for me to stop over. Uh, I would come over and just sit down with you and listen to your story as to what your needs are. And in some cases, I've told people, you know what, it sounds like maybe you don't want to move and it's not the right time. So, uh, but I will actually explain the process. Um, there's de- there's three different ways, basically, to sell your home, and I'll go over that. Uh, some people just want to sell the home as is, not do a thing to it. Uh, another way would be to sort of get the home ready, make sure the defects are taken care of. We don't want to be selling a home with a bad basement or a bad roof or bad plumbing. So we all have the contractors to come take a look if we need that. And then some people say, you know what, I really want to get top dollar for my home. And then we may tell them, you know what, we have a stager we work with and she'll come on by. She'll take a look at your home. Maybe we'll put little carpeting in here or there, which I did with my mother's condo. And I staged my house. It really helped. It, oh, my God. It really um, made a difference in, we, to, in terms of getting a better price for it. We used to say location, location, location. Yes. You've heard that. So now we say also condition, 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 because the condition can have an effect of sometimes up to 20 to 30% one way or the other. So Our goal is to not be remodeling your entire home, but to put the bare minimum in to achieve the top dollar. So I'll go over that. And of course, timing as to if you have a place, you know where you're going to. We try to time that perfectly so there's no pressure whatsoever so that we overlap the closing and when you get your money from the closing and move in. So uh, again, um, the first call is, is... Really, you should congratulate yourself because it does take courage, and we treat it as such. And when I do come over, um, I'm holding a lot of hands, and and sometimes there's a lot of tears involved when I come over, and and hugs. And um, I just love what I do because I feel like I'm helping people. I'm not selling anything as you feel. Um, just educating and and helping people get through the process. And I I know that. Um 
when you go to their homes and if they're not totally ready to sell, it's really important to start the conversation and to start the relationship and build that relationship. Maybe they want to sell in three years or four years. Maybe they just need to think about it. But I know you're also helpful to um, look look and go through the home and say, these were the things that I would suggest that maybe over this next year that you actually put in place and get ready to sell. Um, because I have found that if it's possible, getting your home ready to sell is really important. I grew up in an age, Bruce, I'm just going to say this, I don't know if it's true, so you'll have to tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be wrong, but I grew up in an era where I probably bought and sold four or five different houses that I lived in and then I bought up. So I started out with a in a little little apartment um, in 1969 or 1970, and I think I've had three or four houses in between and I bought homes that really needed a lot of work and I fixed them up. But what I'm finding is people don't really want to do that anymore. This next generation is more into um, spending quality time doing things and fixing up a house isn't really one of them. Is is that, am I right? Is that true or is there kind of a blend of both? It's a blend. Is uh, it? yeah. I think the word that's out there is millennials just don't want to do anything. They want to plug their computer in and, and don't even want to uh, paint the walls or, or scrub the floors or anything like that. But really what we've been finding is that because the market is so red hot, they're overlooking so many things that they wouldn't have just a couple of years ago because they know um, there just aren't that many homes out there. So they are looking at homes that maybe need a little more work than they would have looked at before. And they are having the parents come in and helping them. Um, and so they don't want to pass on a house now. If it's in a good school system that they want or a good area they want, um, convenient and the right size home and the right price because interest rates, I think, will be going up there at, at about 4.3 right now for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Well, and I think a lot of times people might say, well, how do I even know what to charge? How do I know what to put my house up for sale for? And how do I know you're going to give me a, a really good price? So when I come over, I do a comparative market analysis and I really, really take my time to show you, you know, several different comparables, um, homes like yours, homes maybe there's a range of homes that have been staged in an excellent condition, and then there's the bottom, which would be maybe a foreclosure. Your home is going to fit somewhere in that range, and that's where I point that out. We look at the condition of the comparables, try to find one that's in about the same condition that yours is in, and we'll give you, you know, a slight range. And the good news about the market today, you cannot almost sell your house too cheap because the buyers are just ready to go and they'll make multiple offers and bid it up. And you may get more than it's even worth sometimes if you price it just a little on the, on the lower end. So let's take a quick break. And um, when we come back, let's look at some of the issues that now this um, – wonderful individual who's been listening to me on the radio and listening to you has made that phone call to Jeannie and to you, Bruce, and they've decided that they're going to list their house. Now there's um, the whole idea of where to go. There's the whole idea of how to sell the things that are in the house and how to, um, you know, navigate again um, that whole downsizing process what people are looking for, and of course, always on my end of it is, what do you do with the money? 
you know, when you sell the house, what should you do? So we're going to take a break and when we come back, let's touch on some of those other issues that are really pertinent to the whole process of selling your house. Welcome to Money Sense. I'm Karen Ellenbecker. If you have enjoyed today's show and you'd like to share it with someone or just listen to it again, you can go to ellenbecker.com and you'll see a little button up there that says radio shows. And we have two radio shows that Ellen Becker does. The first radio show is what you're listening to today, Money Sense. And you can go and you can click on the button and you can hear Bruce Nemovitz, who has been talking for this hour about selling a house. And you can also share it with someone or you can go to another button, which is our philanthropic, um, Milwaukee Philanthropic. And there, what we do every other Saturday is we interview two or three different um, charities with in Milwaukee and people who are making a difference in Milwaukee. We feel that it's a really important give back to our listeners and to everyone in the city because everyone has been so good to us. But there are so many good things happening in the community. And if you yourself have a charity that you have fostered, um, do please give us a call and ask for Jill and she can talk with you and maybe we can get your your um, charity on the radio as well. My guest today is Bruce Nemovitz and I have had such a uh, delight talking with him because this is a subject that's so dear to my heart, but it's a subject that I bring up with each and every one of my clients because I really need to know, is that home um, considered something that they want to literally live in until they die and get carried out, which is what many people say, even though I don't think they totally mean that because in truth, there's two people there and one might not worry about getting carried out because it seems simpler. But the person who's left thinks, oh my goodness, what do I do with all this stuff? And how do I manage on my own? And no, don't leave me (laughs) with this big burden of what do I do? And so we're here to say, start the conversation. And we're both here, Bruce and I, to make it easier. When I look at the financial piece, which will be at this seminar that's going to be hosted on September 6, 2018 at the Burner Botanical Gardens, it's at 8.30 in the morning and you can um, it'll probably go somewhere to noon and you can go to www.seniorrealtor.com there's a little red button you can push on and you can sign up or you can call 262-242-6177 and everybody's got my number so you can always call me because we've got all the numbers and we can get you to the right direction to sign up. But for me, when we talk about homes and we talk about the finances, we really like to determine how long is your money going to last and what if you get sick and what if you sell your house and literally we can look maybe 10 or 15 years when you think you're going to sell your house, plug that into your portfolio and if you're adding several hundred thousand or whatever to your portfolio, you might be able to spend a little bit more front. If you're thinking about your house as part of your retirement, if you're thinking of your house like my parents did, this is my kid's inheritance, then you can't plug it in because you're not going to spend it. But I am here to tell you one thing I know for certain is you can't eat your house. So you really do need to sit down and think about what does that house mean to you? And particularly if you have um, cottages, if you have a home outside the state in Florida, are your kids going to keep it? Do they want it? Will it get a step up in basis? Sometimes there's tax liabilities, sometimes not. But the only way you can make concrete good decisions is to really sit down and and take a look at it. And uh, so with that, you can always give us a call at 262-691-3200. We can meet 
as a team because that's what we're all about doing and that's what Bruce and, and Jeannie do as well. We like to put a team together so that we make sure that everybody is getting all the possible um, possibilities and also looking at some of the strategies to make sure that you're making good decisions. So when we talk about this, Bruce, all of a sudden they've made the phone call, you've met with them, they said we're going to sell our house. Who the heck is going to do all this fixing up that you're talking about we need to do? And who's going to go pick out carpet? And we don't want to go, I mean, we don't want to drive and stand in line and, and oh my goodness, all the commercials on TV. Where do we begin this process? Well, it's easy if you uh, will allow me to help. Um, when I come over, I do have a list. It's sort of a Bruce's list of contractors and all the service providers that you would need. Trust, trustful. Very, the, everybody I have, I've worked with and I've gotten comments from my clients and I would never, ever work with anybody if I've gotten a bad report. So everyone I have has been tested over many, many, many times. And so again, um, when I do come over, we talk about how to prepare the home and it will depend on exactly what your expectations are as far as how, um, what you want to get at closing. But I will say to you, for instance, let's say I walk in the basement and I see a big crack on the wall and I see a red flag going off. I have a contractor that I that I really, really trust that will come over and they'll look at the wall and they'll give us an estimate. And what I tell most of my clients is anything structural, try to do it before you put the home in the market. The one deal killer that you will have is if you try to sell with a defect and hand the person over the report and say, I'll give you a credit. Well, it doesn't work that way. It's like having, you know, a car that um, looks beautiful on the outside. You open the door, it has torn carpeting, a cracked engine, and you're going to run away from buying that car. And it's the same with the house. So, uh, It also gives the sense to the owners that maybe you haven't taken care of it. It does. And so there's it's little... It's like th- walking into a, a restaurant that's got a clean bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> or walking <laughs> right. into a restaurant that's right. got a dirty bathroom. Right, right. You know, really. Right. And, and they get their first impressions at the front door. So these are things that I help with. I have people that um, will come and, and basically take anything out of the house that you want. I have other people that will stage the home. I have people that will fix the basement. Um, so I have all the people for downsizing all the way to preparing the home for sale. Um, I think the most important thing I would say is not only getting the information and, and some of that you're getting now, but to also get out there and look and see what's available. Because the one thing I will not want to do, and I'll, I'll suggest you don't, is putting your home on the market without a destination. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to see you wandering around the streets with a backpack <laughs> on after we sell your home. And I think that's a really great um, segue into, before you sell your home, sit down with your financial advisor and try and make the decision if you're going to buy a new home, how much should you put down? Does it make sense to pay for the whole house? Does it make sense at this point to have a mortgage, which most people like cringe at? But right now, Cash flow might be a really important thing. If you're going to go into a senior residential area, how much should you put down? Um, how much are the payments? And actually look at what it looks like. And so it's, again, it's this great team that you're putting together that I think is um, is something that uh, would really benefit people to understand that really have brought together the right people to help you make the right decision and to be able to move forward with it with with confidence and safety because the last thing we want is people worrying 
we want people to feel good. My guest today has um, is Bruce Demitz, and he and his wife work with the Realty Executives, and they will come into your home, and they will help you price your house and give you all the information that you need to have a, a good outcome. And again, you can go to SeniorRealtor.com to sign up for the seminar, which is on September 6th of 2018 at the Borner Botanical Gardens. Um, the doors open at 8.30. The speakers start at 9. It is limited seating, so you do want to get that in there. And Bruce, again, I want to thank you so much for coming in again. It's always, uh, I learn things. I always learn new things, and I guess that's what I'm hoping that my listeners do and get out of listening to my radio show. And as always, I hope that I've made a difference in your personal and your financial well-being. And remember, before we plan, before we advise, before we invest, We always, always listen. You have a really great weekend. Bye.